This is Morning Breath, your drive-time devotion sure to jumpstart your day. Hosted by Pastor Matt and Jessica Stahlbaum. Morning Breath starts now. Hey, welcome to Morning Breath, your drive-time devotion sure to jumpstart your day. I'm Matt and this is Jessica. We're just glad that you're here to join us with Mark chapter four. Thanks for being here. And if you watch this on our video podcast on YouTube or Facebook, we got microphones, okay? So we should sound better. We're fancy now. Do we sound better? I think so. Yeah. I mean, we always sounded. Can I see that audio thing? thing? Like this yeah. is this is what we got going here. And as I'm talking, I just, I want to <laughs> see like the levels. Levels. Are, if we go past there, they're, like, they're bad. This is like the, the second level of heaven, right? <laughs> we're, we're there and uh, you finally get to hear the depths in my voice that you haven't heard on this podcast for a while. So that that should bless you because it's blessing me right now. I mean, I'm just kidding. Um, how's life going for you? What's been going on? Well, you know, it's just funny. Like, who would have thought in even January of this year that we'd be sitting here at our house recording Morning Breath with these microphones? It's just like, what alternate reality are we in? But it's fun. It's cool to like, we never would have thought to do this before. Yeah, and we don't have to actually record at our house. We like recording yeah, at our house. Yeah, we do. And we like doing it by video now, and it actually propelled us into what we feel are some really great things for the show uh, to be more personal, to kind of catch us in our in our comfortable space where we read our Bibles, where we do our devotions every day, and uh, it's just fun. And who knows, we may change and do something totally different. That's right. But uh, here we are. And we're going for it. So uh, life can be crazy during these times. As you know, people are getting ready for school. It's Monday the 17th. 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 Our, Our kids, kids start school today. School. So, but many of your kids are going to start next week. And we just, we're praying for you. We know there's lots of questions and like what's going to happen and what are we going to do and Masks, no masks, uh, just all that stuff. And you know, there's a lot of my friends too who have never homeschooled before, who never expected to be homeschooling, yeah. who have chosen that this year. And I've just been really able to encourage them to say, hey, follow peace. Like, where yeah. is peace leading you? Is it leading you to do e-learning with, with public schools? Is it learning, leaning towards sending your kids to school and you have no problem with that? Is it leaning towards homeschooling this year? Maybe even just the first semester, like... The freedom to choose is beautiful, but also like don't get bound up by what other people feel peace to do. Like follow yeah. peace for your family. Yeah, and take ownership over your child's education. Yeah. We've homeschooled our kids from the beginning. We're actually sending our kids to school uh, to a very small private homeschool co-op, but they're going to be there four days a week, which is totally different than what we've always done. And but this is the year that God's leading us to do that. We feel peace about that, and we we believe it's the best possible education that our kids can get, and that's what we've always sort of subscribed to. But uh, here's the thing. We, we have to take ownership of our kids' education. And, um, of course, we've given it to the Lord, but we're not going to give it to the school system or to a teacher or to somebody else. We're taking ownership. We're going to guide our kids through this time. I've heard a lot of fear that... You know, kids are going to miss out on education. They're going to miss out on social things. Um, well, keep that in mind and make sure they're getting good education. Make sure they're having a social life. Uh, socialization doesn't come from school. It comes from being social, okay? And it comes from being in social environments. And so if you're missing that social environment in school, 
lead them into other social environments, uh, lead them into some sporting social environments or, you know, whatever that looks like to you guys. And I, I, we can give you lots of ideas. And in fact, I want to point out a video that we made that's on our Facebook page. And I believe on YouTube East coast page, Mm -hmm. you can actually go look on some homeschooling help. And uh, I bet we probably should make another one uh, for this day and age. We'll (laughs) update that with more homeschooling help and uh, more resources and update you on that. But you can look at the East Coast Facebook page and uh, the East Coast YouTube page and find that homeschool help uh, for um, for you guys. And we did it because we've homeschooled for uh, 10 years now. Yep. So anyway, we're not the experts, but we do have experience. We're going to jump, though, into Mark chapter 4, I but have I do. have to ask. <laughs> I ha- Who goes first? Do you have a book? I do. That's what I was going to ask. Yes. Yes. Okay. So we both get to go. Guess what, guys? My book recommendation today, the Bible. Oh, come on. No, I'm dead serious. Like I was, you know, we're preparing for this. I'm like, what book? You know, I have, I was looking at some different book options. How many books have you read this year? I'm at 76. I've read 76 this year. So out of all 76 you've read this year, you're picking the Bible. I am picking the Bible because guess what? We need to read the Bible. (laughs) Like, people, you need to read your Bible. And I'm not even joking. There is a spirit of deception and chaos going around right now. We all know it. And you need to read your Bible because in here is the truth. Buy the truth and sell it not. And the truth will set you free. And so, um, for real, for real, the Bible is my book recommendation for today. I love it. I want to give you an option on reading your Bible that I have thoroughly enjoyed um, the Bible app or version Bible app has a story that you can read every day and you open the story just like an Instagram story or a Facebook. What do they call that? I don't even know if it's a I story. I think it's a story as well. Whatever. Uh, and you, what you do is you read uh, a thought, a scripture. You listen to a one to two minute teaching on that scripture you read a devotion about that scripture, and then it has a prayer. And all in all, it takes seven or eight minutes max. Um, if you're a real fast reader, a fast processor, it might take you three or four minutes to actually do the whole thing. But for me, it usually takes me a long time to read, and I process everything pretty pretty thoroughly and slowly. So it takes me probably six or seven minutes. And it's awesome. We love it. Download the Version Bible app. You, we That's easy to find on, you know, Apple, whatever, Google, it's easy to find, but I think we have some on our app connections to that too, mm-hmm. where we, we constantly point people towards that, but easy to find you version, Y-O-U version, the Bible app is really, really the name of it. And they have a story for your kids with the same thing, scripture and teaching. And uh, really it, it's blessed me. I've been doing it every day. In fact, actually today's the first day I haven't done it. <laughs> And I'm going to do it when the show is done because I love it so much. And I've probably done it 25 to 30 days in a row since I started. So it's really blessed me. Start your day right. Let's jump into Matthew, or excuse me, Mark chapter 4. Mark chapter 4. Parable of the sower. And Uh, so you you want to BTW. By the way, Mark is a great place. If you've never read your Bible or you're just starting, start in the book of Mark. It's really great. We have been in it, and we're in uh, chapter 4 today. So I will read... 40, 20, I will stop at 21. Awesome. Okay. Chapter four. Again, Jesus began to teach beside the Sea of Galilee and a very large crowd gathered around him. So he got into a boat, anchoring it a short distance out on the sea and sat down. And the whole crowd was by the sea on the shore. 
And he taught them many things in parables, and in his teaching he said to them, Listen, a sower went out to sow seed, and as he was sowing, some seed fell by the road, and the birds came and ate it up. Other seed fell on rocks where there was not much soil, and immediately a plant sprang up because the soil had no depth. And when the sun came up, the plant was scorched, because it, and because it had no root, it dried up and withered away. Other seed fell among thorns, and the thorns came up and choked it, and it yielded no grain. And other seed fell into good soil. And as the plants grew and increased, they yielded a crop and produced thirty, sixty, and a hundred times as much as had been sown. And he said, He who has ears to hear, let him hear and heed my words. As soon as he was alone, those who were around him together with the twelve disciples began asking him about the interpretation of the parables. He said to them, The mystery of the kingdom of God has been given to you who have teachable hearts. But those who are outside the unbelievers, the spiritually blind, get everything in parables, so that they will continually look but not see, and they'll continually hear but not understand, otherwise they might turn from their rejection of the truth and be forgiven. Then he said to them, Do you not understand this parable? How will you understand and grasp the meaning of all the parables? The sower sows the word of God, the good news regarding the way of salvation. These in the first group are the ones along the road where the word is sown. But when they hear, Satan immediately comes and takes away the word which has been sown in them. In a similar way, these in the second group are the ones on whom seed was sown on rocky ground, who when they hear the word immediately receive it with joy, but accept it only superficially. And they have no real root in themselves, so they endure only a little while. Then when trouble or persecution comes because of the word, immediately they're offended and displeased at being associated with me and stumble and fall away. And others are the ones on whom seed was sown among the thorns. These are the ones who have heard the word. But the worries and cares of the world, the distractions of this age with its worldly pleasures and the deceitfulness and the false security of glamour of wealth or fame and the passionate desires for all the other things creep in and choke out the word and it becomes unfruitful. And those in the last group are the ones on whom seed was sown on the good soil and they hear the word of God, the good news regarding the way of salvation and accept it and bear fruit 30, 60 and 100 times as much as was sown. Verse 21. All right. Also, he said to them, is a lamp brought to be put under a basket or under a bed? Is it not set to be on a lampstand? For there is nothing hidden which will not be revealed, nor has anything been kept secret, but that is to should come into the light. If anyone has ears to hear, let him hear. Man, I can't get away from that verse. I love that verse. Mm -hmm. If anyone has ears to hear, let him hear. Then he said to them, take heed what you hear. With the same measure you use, it will be measured to you. And to you who hear, more will be given. Whoever has to him, more will be given. But whoever does not have, even what he has will be taken away from him. And he said, the kingdom of God is as if a man should scatter seed on the ground and should sleep by night and rise by day, and the seed should sprout and grow. He himself does not know how, for the earth yields crops by itself, first the blade and then the head, after that, the full grain in the head. But when the grain ripens, immediately he puts in the sickle because the harvest has come. Then he said, to what shall we liken the kingdom of God? Or what, or with what parable shall we picture it? It is like a mustard seed. When it is sown on the ground, it is smaller than all the other seeds on the earth. But when it is sown, it grows up and becomes greater than all the herb, other herbs. And shoots out large branches, so that the birds of the air may nest under its shade. And with many such parables he spoke the word to them, as they were able to hear it. But without a parable he did not speak to them, 
And when they were alone, he explained all the things to his disciples. On the same day, when evening had come, he said to them, Let us cross over to the other side. Now when they had left the multitude, they took him along in the boat as he was, and he and other little boats were also with him. And a great windstorm arose, and the waves beat on the boat, so that it was already filling with or already filling. But he was in the stern, asleep on a pillow, and they awoke him and said to him, Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? Then he arose and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Peace be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. But he said to them, Why are you so fearful? How is it that you have no faith? And they feared exceedingly and said to one another, Who can this be that even the wind and the seas obey him? Amen. I'm going to just say what Jesus said. And I need you to receive this if you're walking in fear. If you're struggling with fear, you're struggling with faith, struggling with anything, peace be still. Mm -hmm. Peace be still. Wind, waves, storm, trials, trouble, it's got to stop. It's got to calm down. It's got to quit. As Jesus said, peace be still. Mm. We command these storms to be still around us. We thank you, Lord, for peace right now for anybody that's facing anything else but peace. Yeah. Jesus' name. So what did you see in the chapter? I feel like we could talk about this for the entire day. There's so many good things, but I'm drawn back to talking about these seeds and how they were sown and what environment that they ended up in. And uh, verse 7 or no, verse talking about the sun. Yeah, verse six. It says, "When the sun came up, the plant was scorched because it and because it had no root, it dried up and withered away." And then it refers back to that in seventeen, and it says, "And they have so it was sown on rocky ground. When they hear the word, they immediately receive it with joy." So think about even in my own life, I'll I'll get a word from the Lord. I will immediately receive it with joy. Maybe it's a correction. Maybe it's direction. Not sure. Either one, <laughs> I had to adjust my mic, but um, I receive it with joy. But then it's a suit. You accept it only superficially, so it's not in here. It hasn't gone in. You haven't allowed. You haven't mulled over it. You haven't thought about it. You haven't prayed into it. You haven't really received it. You're maybe like excited about it, but it's superficial. It's shallow, and it's then it goes on to say they have no real root in themselves. So they endure only for a little while. When trouble or persecution comes, they are offended and displeased, stumble and fall away. I had this dream um, maybe a year ago, and it was a long dream. There was like lots of layers to it and different things. And I don't really dream very vividly often. So when I do, when I can remember it, I immediately like grab my phone and I type it out and I uh, will pray over it. And sometimes I'll send it to a friend who I trust who uh, prays into it and sometimes gives me some revelation about it. So this dream, um, this part that I want to talk about, I was in this ravine of chocolate cereal. It was almost like chocolate Lucky Charms. And there was, there was marshmallows in it, but it was cho- the chocolate kind. And I, do, I like Lucky Charms, I'll tell you that. I will, I will eat a bowl or three of Lucky Charms, but I will not eat chocolate Lucky Charms, Count Chocula, whatever it's called. It was chocolate cereal and there was a bunch of marshmallows in it. Okay. So I'm like, I'm swimming through. I'm like wading through there. I couldn't touch the ground. I I was barely staying like 
on top. I was barely not drowning in this cereal and I was just trying to get out and I couldn't find a way out. Finally, I find myself at the edge of this ravine and it was like dirt covered. And I see like just out of my grasp, there's like a root from a tree. So I see trees growing at the top of uh, this ravine and I see the way out and I see the trees growing. And then I see this root sticking out of the side of the hill. And somehow I am able to grab onto the root and I grab onto it, I believe with my, I have to look back because I wrote it down. My, I think I, I know, but there's one hand that stuck. So I grabbed both the root with both hands and my right hand fell away, but my left hand held, no, my right hand. That's what it was. My right hand held on and I held on and I was able to get out of the, the ravine of chocolate covered cereal with marshmallows um, by the root. When I read this, they have no real root in themselves. So they endure only for a little while. The way that I was able to get rescued was by the root. And it just like jumped off the page to me. The rescue, the way that we are rescued is because we have a root inside of us. We have allowed the word of God to get in us and grow deep down and have roots spread out. And it is uh, solid and it is supportive and it is in us to the point where out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So out of the root of the word of God inside, that is the way of escape. That is what rescued me was by holding on to the root. And I, it just came alive to me when I read that today. Man, I love that. It makes me think of so many things and <laughs> I don't know which one to say. I'll say this, that how we hear things matters. Okay. The verse that really jumped at me was, and he said to them, he who has ears to hear, let him hear, right? And then it goes on to say, and later in the chapter, the same exact thing. He who has ears to hear, let him hear. And so when you have ears to hear, that means you have humble ears, Mm -hmm. you have open ears, you have teachable ears. I think in the chapter you read, it even said, those that can be teachable, yep. they'll understand these mysteries of God. But those that are not teachable will be spoken to in parables and they just won't understand. Mm-hmm. Um, now, when I when I looked at that and the different ways that the seeds hit different types of ground, the same word was delivered. The same word of truth was planted. It depends on how you hear it. It depends on how you receive it. It depends on if you're teachable. It depends on if you're humble. It depends on if you're willing or you're open. If you're going to actually receive a word and let it grow root in your heart. So Mm -hmm. how you hear it and how you process it really, really matters. Yeah. What does it mean to be teachable? Teachable is interesting word because if you hear something for the first time and you receive it, I don't believe that qualifies as teachable. Mm -hmm. If a concept you've never heard before pops up and you're like, wow, I didn't know that. Like, I didn't know. Two years ago, I've hunted before. I know about deer. I know about elk. Two years ago, I learned that elk that have these four foot, you know, horns and deer that can have these, you know, 10 point, uh, the rack on their head is 10 points and huge, fall off every year. And I was like, what? They fall off and grow those every single year? Yeah. You didn't know that? I didn't know that. I just thought they started small and they kept growing and kept growing and kept growing and kept growing. And I was like, that is wild. Oh my gosh. And, and so I learned something new. 
Now, that didn't mean I was teachable. That meant I was able to learn new information. Mm -hmm. Now, what teachable is, is if I had learned that um, those deer, something different happens with those horns. Uh, I'll give you an example with like a pit bull. Like I was told my whole life that pit bulls have lock jaws, that they can lock their jaw in place and clamp down and a bone would actually go into place so you couldn't open their mouths. That's what I learned as a kid. That's not true. Okay. <laughs> they just have strong bite power. PSI and their bite power is so strong, but nowhere near as strong as a wolf or a lion, but they're just strong enough to keep those jaws down. I was teachable when I learned relearn something that I previously thought was true. Mm -hmm. So if you're believing a lie about your life or you're being a lie about somebody else and you hear the truth and you can't receive the truth, you're, you are not being teachable in that moment. Mm -hmm. But if you're able to get past that lie and get the truth in you, you are teachable. You are humble. You can receive And it says to you, more understanding will be given. Correct. Now, when you receive it the first time, now there's this processing phase and working it out. Like I love where the Bible says, work out your salvation mm -hmm. with fear and with trembling. And, and that doesn't mean you're afraid, but that means you, you've got to take care of what you learn and what you do mm -hmm. with a sense of fear in terms of like reverent protection mm -hmm. for something valuable yeah. and trembling as if, look, I, you know, sometimes when I carry a very full cup of coffee, like don't spill it, don't spill it on the white rug. Mm -hmm. I have this sense of almost like trembling before this cup of coffee. This is how we should treat our salvation yeah. where we're carrying this fragile thing forward. Like it matters what's said. Yeah. It matters what's done. It matters what comes out of my mouth. It matters what I do with this. Like I'm going to receive this and I'm going to walk it forward. Yeah. I, I just love this chapter. It really, it just burns that into my heart. It's so important that, that we open our ears to the truth of God, but then we actually work it out yeah. and test our faith. You know, right now we're all being tested. We're all being shaken. We're all being challenged. This is the time to let the word of God root in your heart. Mm -hmm. When Jesus stood up to the wind and the waves and he said, peace be still, I'll test your faith today. Step against those problems in your life and say, peace be still in Jesus' name. Exercise your faith right now. If you got to stop this podcast and stand up on your coffee table or pull your car over and say, in the name of Jesus, I command Satan's hands to get his hands off of my life right now. I rebuke the enemy and I say, peace be still. Get your hands off your fam my family. Get your hands off my body. Get your hands off my church. Get your hands off my community. Do it. Test your faith. Yeah. Let the root of faith burn down in your heart right now. Yeah, and the reason... Come on. The, <laughs> I just went to preaching on you. That's good. The reason that I recommended the Bible as my book of the week was this one of these verses. Verse 24, it says, Then he said to them, Pay attention to what you hear by your own standard of measurement. That is to the extent that you study spiritual truth and godly mm, wisdom and apply, good. not just study. You study spiritual truth and apply, which is exactly what he's talking about. Apply godly wisdom. It will be measured to you and you will be given even greater ability to respond and more will be given to you besides. Mark 4, 24, it is telling us that the more time that we spend thinking about the word and studying the word and then applying the spiritual truths, like not just reading peace be still, 
using your mouth to say peace be still to those storms and those things in your life. The more you put into God's word, the more you're going to get out of it. The more you study it, the more you're going to get, the more understanding you're going to get. It's endless. Like it is unbelievable how alive the word of God is. I read Psalm 31 this morning and I, 31 days ago, I started reading a Psalm a day. I just, someone said it online and I was there. They're like, we're going to start reading a Psalm a day. If you're with us, join us. I started that day. 31 days. I've been reading Psalm 1, Psalm 2, Psalm 3. I did 31 today. It was unbelievable. It read my mail. I almost burst into tears because I felt like the Lord was talking directly to my heart. I could have read it yesterday and I could have gotten something different out of it. But like every day when you open the word of God, he is, he's going to meet you. Test him in that. Prove him. Like you're going to prove him right every time. So just dive into this word and actually put some work into it, put some effort into it, and you will get more. And then it's like compounding interest. You're going to get more and more and more, and you won't even be able to get past one. Ver- like I was hard for me to even finish this chapter because there was so much in it that I wanted to just stop and think about. I love it. I think the the blessing that we have in our life is usually evidence of a seed planted at some point that we embraced, mm-hmm. that we followed through with. Uh, for instance, if if you're dealing with a good financial situation right now, yeah, some point in your life you put that into play mm-hmm. and you operated in a budget. You got your degree and got a job. You started saving. You bought a home. You invested in your 401k, 403b, whatever. And you activated that. And if you're in a place right now where you're wondering if you can solve certain problems, God doesn't call you to put trees in the ground Mm. and solve finished problems. He calls you to plant seeds in the ground and then he causes them to grow. You don't have to fix everything in one second. But you do have to plant seeds and then not allow the enemy to rob those seeds from you. Yeah. So don't be discouraged if you're looking around like, oh, I don't know if I can deal with this. You can. Yep. Plant a seed, take a step, trust the Lord, and keep care of that seed. Water it and just watch it grow. God will take care of those things in your life. Yep. Thanks for listening to Morning Breath. Uh, we're, so, we're so happy that you joined us today because this – This chapter blessed us. I know it blessed you. Yeah. It really blessed me, and and we're glad to share this time with you. We'll see you tomorrow and next week. God bless you. Bye. You are listening to Morning Breath from East Coast Christian Center, Merritt Island, Vieira, and Coco. Langston Commercial Real Estate, owned by Scott Langston, a senior commercial broker, has been selling real estate and giving free consultations for over 18 years. Scott Langston will show you the best way to buy, invest, or lease commercial property. 321-403-1111. That's 321-403-1111. Hi everyone, Kevin Barfield here with Barfield Contracting and Associates. We are a fully licensed and insured roofing and building contractor. We're located in Cocoa Village, but we service all of Brevard County and surrounding communities. We also offer many discounts, military, senior. As always, we offer free estimates and we appreciate every opportunity that we're given. We're at 454-4531. That's 454-4531. Barfield Contracting, treating you like family. God bless you. 
Pineapple Garden Assisted Living Facility. Located in the Rockledge Vieira area. Affordable care with daily activities and a friendly 24-hour staff. Making sure you or your loved one is safe and secure. Please visit us today by going online at pineapplegarden.com or call 321-405-CARE. We want to be a church that's focused on God, focused on the people on the inside, and focused on the people on the outside. Love God, love the church, love people, because we're building a life-giving church that lasts. East Coast Christian Center. Join us every weekend, Saturday night at 5.30 p.m. and Sunday morning at 8.30, 10, and 11.30 a.m. East Coast Christian Center is located at 680 North Courtney Parkway, Merritt Island. The Avenue Worship Center. Enjoy a fresh brewed cup of coffee with friends and family. Service times are at 9.30 and 11 a.m. at 85 North Richland Avenue. East Coast Christian Center Coco. We now have three services every Sunday morning at 8.15, 10 o'clock, and 11.45 a.m. Located at 1855 North Friday Road Coco. For more information, call 452-1060, extension 100. That's 452-1060, extension 100. Or visit us online at eccc.us. That's eccc.us. East Coast Christian Center, building a life-giving church that lasts. Thank you for listening to Morning Breath from East Coast Christian Center. We hope to see you at one of our locations this weekend. For additional information, such as service times, events, and more, please visit us at eccc.us. Thanks, and we hope you have a blessed day.